This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. I saw all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Way, Brady PG 13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Circle podcast I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me now is Puya. How are you doing, Puya? I'm doing really well, Taryn. It's a change of scenery, talking a different show with you, but I'm always excited to break down things with you and laugh and just have a good conversation. So we're here. I would rate you number one if I could, but I'm not rating this week because I'm new. Oh, yeah. I, well, I'm very, very excited to be talking with you about The Circle. Uh, you're one of my favorite people to talk to. So thank you for coming on, Puya. Thanks for having me, man. All right. We're here to talk about episode seven of The Circle US on Netflix. And uh, we in the previous episode, we lost Mercedes. Had to say goodbye. I did feel the loss a little bit in this episode. I missed her. Same, same. She definitely um, left a big void, in my opinion, that was not really filled yeah. Even though we got two new people, it's still, I felt that absence. I did. They're both too nice. Yeah. Yeah. We need the claws <laughs> to come out at some point. <laughs> uh, but yes, we have added two more people in this episode. They are Sean and Bill. Uh, Sean is a 25 year old plus size fashion social media manager. Yes. And uh, she says that people treat fat people like crap. So she's playing as someone that's thin. Yes, her friend Colleen, we mm. learned. Um, an all-American Barbie doll, according to her. Um, my first impression on Sean was, okay, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Let's see 
what you're going to bring to the table. I'm not sure how I feel about the the catfish persona that she has selected. I think I would have preferred if she went in as herself as an OG, but um, this is the hand we're dealt. This is what we're going to take in as a viewing experience. And we'll see how this journey fares for her. Yes. Uh, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Honestly, if I'm just looking at her, I think she'd have more success as herself um, mm-hmm. in a, in a, in a cast where literally everyone is in a relationship, but pretending not to be and mm-hmm. flirting with everyone that they can um, like being somebody like that. If she just went in and said, yeah, I'm in a relationship and uh, here's the real me. I feel like that would just be refreshing to these people at this point. They don't have to like do the whole flirting thing. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And it's one of those situations where in a room full of singles, if you're the one person that's spoken for and isn't looking to make ways with anybody, you almost become a confidant because everyone's going to come to you and be like, hey, so I've been getting my flirt on with Sammy and I'm not sure how to approach that. What do you think? Have, has she said anything to you? You kind of become like this trust where people can come and deposit their thoughts. Whereas if you're coming in single and ready to mingle, you're in a position where you might be even taken a little bit more like at a distance because like, well, I don't know who she likes. Is she flirting with the same people I'm flirting with? I don't know. So I could definitely see it working in your benefit, especially in this crop, in this cast being taken because I think no one's taken and it's just incredible that no one is. I think especially, I think it it might be dependent on like when you join the game i'm assuming she's aware of how long they've been playing at this point what her position is in terms of how far along uh how many other people have been added but i think if you are a relatively late addition then that's even i mean honestly at that point even if you are single maybe just say that you aren't because at that point most of the flirty people that want to get into a relationship probably already have gotten into a relationship and you coming in is probably going to be threatening to other people. If you are catfishing as somebody very attractive and very single and very flirty, then we're going to see people like Shuby, who is not even in the flirtation thing, but is wary of it. Uh, we're going to see people like Sammy, uh, people like maybe even Miranda. Uh, like if you start getting in on Joey, like, whoa, whoa hold on. Like that. I think that you're threatening in that way. And I think there is an advantage to not ha- not presenting that kind of threat. Yeah, you're going to cause a lot of ripples coming in a situation like that. Um, I mean, we've kind of seen a little bit of this with Adam, Adam, who uh, came in and just got his flirt on later in the game than everyone else. And everyone's kind of already either established how they feel about these things or have done what you mentioned, the pairing. A little bit of like, you know, this person is my flirt man. This person is mine. When you come in as a bit of a wild card. It is a difficult position to play out of, especially because you're coming in wanting to give a first impression that is about you and who you are and what you're bringing into the game, what you're bringing into the circle. And now you're kind of going to be taken a little bit at a distance because of the fact that you pose this threat. Yeah. And and obviously there's no way for them to know this at this point, but I feel like at this point in the game these players are starving for like a genuine interaction. That's not just like this fake flirty nonsense. (laughs) Yeah. They've had enough of that. You know, it's like, we've had enough appetizers. Let's get an entree going. Maybe a dessert. (laughs) It's just the samey samey is not going to work out. I think it would have been better, but like you said, they might not really, they don't know what's going on. They don't know what the makeup of the house is or the house, the the platform is, but uh, yeah, 
uh, just a note for anyone in the future. It would you'll fare better if you go in taken, I think. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to choose a photo. Um, she chooses a photo. I was not a huge fan of this photo that she chose. Um, we've talked about this before that you want to go for something that feels unprofessional that feels like uh it was taken by like an iphone 3 like um (laughs) like uh, maybe a little bit of out of focus a little fuzzy uh you know not super dressed up not like not very filtered um the more real you can make it the the more real people feel you are and this picture to me was just like one of the more glamorous sort of uh uh you know kind of glitzy glam photo that uh that she had and uh it it just it just screams fake to me yeah i think you're going glam it looks shiny you're dressed up really well none of this but especially if you want to be what you're saying like an all-american you want to be sexy but you also want to be approachable i think the last thing that is approachable is someone who's dressed to the nines when you look at yourself and you're like well i'm sitting here in a bathrobe in my underwear then it's kind of like a little bit of a oh this person's too cool for me i can't approach so it's like she went from one extreme to the she's like, oh, they treat, you know, fat people like crap versus now I'm a model looking glammed up, dolled up person. It's like, well, that's the opposite end of the spectrum. Maybe they don't, you know what you're saying, treat you like crap necessarily, but they're also maybe not going to treat you at all because they're a little scared of you. They're a little intimidated by you. So it's like the from one extreme to the other. Not good. Yes. Um, and, uh, Amon, something Amon mentioned, uh, when we talked about episode five was that, uh, all these like attractive people or people pretending to be attractive people, they always put in their bio, like, and I also love pizza or tacos or whatever. <laughs> and, and sure enough, he's, Amon called this one. Sean says, obsessed with breakfast food. Cause I am in fact relatable. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a trope you also do see on dating apps where it's like, um, I love, you know, like it used to be the walks on the beach thing. Then it became like chilling on Netflix. And now it's like, what's the latest thing? Is it tacos? Breakfast food is one. Bacon is another one. They always try and put something in there to be like, I'm like everybody else, even though I don't look like I might be consuming it. You know what? It's Gilmore Girls. It's Gilmore Girls. It's Gilmore Girls. They're, they're like these beautiful women who are like, mm-hmm. yeah, I eat junk food all the time because I'm so relatable. <laughs> I'm just an average person living my life, but I look amazing. <laughs> or maybe maybe that's where it started. Um, so that was Sean. And, and again, unbelievably, another person in a relationship pretending to be single. That's what, like the fifth one? Like, yeah, close to that, right? That's insane mm-hmm. to me. Um, we also are going to see Bill, who says he is the best looking average white dude, you know. Yeah, definitely relatable. Although I will say Bill comes in and my immediate reaction is, oh, we got a more improved version of Adam. It's kind of like <laughs> an Adam 2.0 almost. He looked exactly like Adam. And he, when he sees Adam, he's like, this guy looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> you have to imagine that one of these people is fake if you're in that circle. Right. So why did like everyone else kind of has this distinct difference within them? And then these two kind of look like they could be long lost brothers. So that's got to get someone's wheels turning. If someone's a investigator, they'll probably put connect the dots or try and think what's going on there. Um, but I off the first impression with Bill, I liked him. Yeah. I liked him. I, I, I thought he was. You know, he seems some, like someone that is definitely approachable. I think the pictures that he selected were a good different variants of pictures like 
you've mentioned you want the iPhone 3. I think the first picture is probably the worst quality picture of the yep. three you selected. So it's good. It's unassuming. It's approachable. I agree. I think I, I like Bill. He seems to uh, uh, come off well. He seems like the anti-Adam, uh, yeah. even though he looks the same, where he's like posting sexy pictures is kind of douchey. Mm-hmm. Um, don't try too hard. <laughs> don't post fake positive messages when you don't really mean it. Um, like, I don't expect Bill to Walson being like, all right, ladies, arouse me. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, I was uh, watching episode five. I was like, I'm kind of glad that I don't have to talk about this because someone took the word arouse and turned it into what I, you know, like that moist category of like words people don't like. I think arouse is officially on that list now Mm. because not only was it used (laughs) awfully, but like it just sounded bad. So, yeah, maybe not go with that. I think Bill is going to end up being what Alex wanted Adam to be coming in. Right. And you immediately start you immediately start to see the jealousy in Adam slash Alex uh, with Bill. And, and, And it's it's so funny to me, too, because the whole point with Alex and Adam was that he was like, this is a Greek god. He is the most attractive person. I'm going to drop this photo and I, it's just going to rain on me. Uh, and meanwhile, Bill, who looks exactly like Adam, is like, yeah, I'm your average white dude. I mean, like, I'm, I'm the best looking average white dude that you're going <laughs> to see. But like, you know, I'm still an average white dude. Um, like he's he's not like <laughs> feeling hot. Mm-hmm. Like uh this like this is the real thing. Yeah. Um keeping it humble. Honestly, that's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. Bill is keeping it humble. Whereas Adam, and I've been thinking about this a lot, you know, with regards to people who come in as a catfish. I think if you're coming in as a catfish of someone you know or someone that you can relate to and like you've had a similar figure in your life that you can emulate, mm-hmm. you're gonna be in a good spot. If you're coming in and your move is, oh, I'm going to be me, but I'm going to take another person and have that be my frame, my photo. Kind of like what Mercedes did. We saw that. It could go well. It could go bad. There's going to be moments. But I think the problem with Adam slash Alex is that Alex came in saying, I'm going to be Adam. He's a sexy guy, but it's all going to be my personality. And I think he's lost that almost immediately. Once he started flirting, I think he's like, okay, I gotta be Adam. Adam's this hunk of meat that's gonna just be sliding in the DMs and throwing out all the words, making you swoon, and that's not necessarily happening. But now he's just trapped himself in this position where he has to be that person. And I think that's where you go wrong. When you lose yourself and you're trying to, because now you're not only, you're not trying to be yourself in another frame, you're trying to create a whole new person and You've boxed yourself into being a douchey dude, which is not going to be good for you. I, I so I've been trying. I would try to talk to Amon and Rob about this. I feel like I got varying levels of agreement here. But my uh, my theory here, my read on uh, Alex slash Adam, and I, I feel like I, having you here is helping me put this more into perspective. Mm-hmm. Is that uh, this is like an R slash nice guys version of a hot person, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Just missing a fedora. That's all you're missing is a fedora. And this is an r slash nice guy. Definitely. It, it almost to me also kind of feels like Adam uh, Alex is vicariously living through Adam. He's like, now that I'm hot, I can just flirt, flirt, flirt. Yes. And it's kind of like, a, you know, it's like a, the hall pass weekend. It's like yes. my wife said I could go on the show. So now I'm going to hit on all the women. I still love Gina, though. Gina's my number one. But 
let me see how well I could do in an alternative universe. We are 100% on the same page here. Perfect. Okay, good. Because I, I felt very strongly about this. I was like, I didn't, I don't like him, but why? And I think it's because of the person he's created and is slowly becoming. And every time he steps out of it and starts being himself, I'm like, oh no, I, I don't mind you. I don't mind you. But I have a hard, strong negative reaction to when he's Adam. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, we have Circle Trivia Night. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was uh, this was a this was a fun thing to do here. A nice way to introduce the new players is to uh, to have it, have it be like, all right, it's trivia night. You're going to be split into two teams, and like, oh, who's going to pick the? Oh, the influencers are going to pick the, the player. The team captains are two random people. What the? F- yeah, what? Who the falafel are Sean and Bill? Adam was not happy to see this. Everyone else was surprised. I live for these reaction moments. I really do. Yes. Um, So we are going to get some reactions to uh, getting the the old players getting to know Sean and Bill. Sean and Bill getting to know the the players. Um, Sean mentions that Adam uh, feels like a real person. Yeah. Uh, Mm, Bad read. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. We'll see how long that lasts when he talks. (laughs) Um, Bill Fully points out immediately, this guy looks like me. I was like, yes, thank you, Bill. We're not alone. Immediately recognizing that this is someone who looks very similar to me. And I think that's what lends into him thinking it's a genuine person. Because like, if I see someone that looks like me, I'm like, we might be the same person. You know, you kind of get that vibe. But rest assured, I'm pretty sure once they start talking a little bit, it's going to go away. Uh, So Bill and Sean are going to pick teams um and uh i mistakenly wrote ben a couple times in here um, <laughs> uh so sean is gonna go first she chooses sammy then bill goes and chooses shuby who is a popular pick because he looks smart from his photos um, yeah so taryn i live in canada you live mm-hmm. in the states yes i have a question for you because this kind of raised up as i was watching all this how lucrative is UCLA? I'm the wrong person to ask. Like, because it doesn't really, you know, come up in conversation. It's not like an Ivy League thing. But everyone on the show that sees the UCLA, oh, my God, they're so intimidated by it. And I got to imagine it's not really the case. It's not a Yale. It's not a Princeton. It's not a Harvard. So I was just curious. I'm like, are, is it really good and I'm stupid? Or is it just OK, but everyone else is impressed because no one else is completed? You know, uh, I, I think we need to get Lita on the podcast. She's much more on top of uh, what school you went to and what that means for right. your level of value to society. <laughs> um, yeah. I I don't know. I it's uh, for me. It, I, I could see Yale or Harvard, and I, I just don't care. It, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't <laughs> no tell matter. me anything about you other than you're good at school, which yeah. means nothing to me. Um, so, uh, so I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But I guess if you're good at school, maybe you'll be good at trivia. That was kind of proved wrong as well. Yeah. Trivia could be anything. I don't know why a university degree is going to give you any edge. It could be about literally anything. And it's kind of a slumdog millionaire situation where (laughs) you've, you've, you know, you've might've like come across it at some point in your life and it'll prove useful. There you go. Uh, so Sean is then going to pick Adam 
And then Bill goes with Chris. Then uh, Sean rounds out the team with Miranda. And Bill chooses Rebecca over Joey, leaving Joey unchosen. And Joey then gets to pick his team. I was kind of surprised that he went with Sean's team with Sammy, Adam and Miranda instead of Shuby, uh, Chris and Rebecca. Me too. I I genuinely thought he was going to go with Bill. And then the only thing I could draw on was in the moment. He's like, oh, you didn't. You had your choice between me and Rebecca and you left me. I'm going to go to the other team. So that could have been it. I mean, he chose correctly. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> um so first category is sports and adam's like nami 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 <laughs> and sean gives it to adam mm-hmm. and then bill decides to pick himself for this question uh luckily though for adam he had a book of sports things that saved him from this question yeah so because the only thing so in this picture it's a picture of um a baseball player in the middle of a game and you can vaguely see the logo, the team logo on the side. And that's kind of the only clue you had. And what I can only imagine, I don't know what kind of book Adam had that had this in it, but he guesses it correctly. And Bill guesses it correctly. It was the Houston Astros, baby. Yeah. And you know what? I know very little about sports, but I actually would have got this one. When, if, yeah. I, if I saw an H and an A, I would have gone Houston Astros. Yeah, same. I, I have no knowledge of baseball at all, but yeah, me neither. Um, just because of the, I, I think the um, this year they were in the um, wow. What was it called? What's the what's the World final series. stage? World Series. They were in the World Series. There we go. Same. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, see, we, we compliment each other. You knew that they were in the World Series and I knew it was called the World Series. So yeah. between the two of us, we're basically experts. Amazingly so. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up was film. The category was film, and uh, Rebecca and Miranda are going to face off. And it was one of those sort of like uh, say what you see puzzles. Um, and the answer was Sex and the City. Yes. Which, I mean, I think yes, they made a movie, but it was mostly a TV show. It was a TV show for what, like six, seven seasons, and then they made two movies that didn't do that well. So I was yeah. surprised that I honestly think it's because of the emojis. They wanted to use those emojis, and that's why they picked it. But why not just call it the television round or the television and film round? Why yeah. call it the film round if you're going to name a popular TV show? It bugged me. Yeah, no, I could definitely see why that would uh, bother you at least a little bit. Um, but can we talk about who got this right and who got this wrong? Yeah, sure. So Miranda gets it, says sex in the city immediately. And then Rebecca says, first of all, I did not even think of slapping skins as a phrase. I've learned (laughs) what that means. So, you know, take that down. The emojis gave him slapping skins and that's how he got to sex in the city. But he said sex in the city. Mm. So it sounds the exact same. Um, this is voice activated. So unless he would have had to specify no in not and what I think he should have gotten the point. Yeah, they were real sticklers on this one. Yeah, I've got to say, I I did not like I'm aware of the show. I never really watched. I think I maybe started the first episode and then stopped. Um, So I'm not an expert on the show at all. But. But I think I've always been like, it's always one of those things where like, is it sex in the city or and the city? I always forget. Uh, And so when I was writing this down in my notes, I was like, wait, is it in or and? And then it was relevant because (laughs) uh, Rebecca says sex in the city. And I still I was like, I don't even know which one he said. 
But then they put it in and I was like, oh, I guess it's in. And then they're like, no, it's wrong. I was like, what? So like, it really threw me for a loop. Yeah. Uh, was it a test? Like they wrote in and they're like, okay, if, if Rebecca says send, it's official and she got it wrong. Were they trying to trick her? I don't know. But, and the only reason I know that it's and is because I've seen it abbreviated as SATC before. So that's mm. the, yeah, that's the only way I know that specifically. But I think it's, it's kind of like family feud. If it was close enough, give them the point. I mean, they needed it at the end, too. So I just <laughs> give them the point. Uh, all right. So next up was Landmarks. And mm-hmm. Shuby was even like, all right, this is me. Um, and Bill says, go for it, Shuby. Sammy is uh, saying, no, not me. And then Sammy gets chosen. Uh, and I got I, Shuby. Oof. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, right away. Liberty Bell, Philly. Then yeah. you see Rocky, Philly. Philly. <laughs> <laughs> those two things. I didn't know the third thing, but, and granted, I've been to Philly. I live in the Northeast, so I had that advantage, but um, come on. Yeah, I mean, I watched National Treasure, so I knew it was yes. Philly instantly. I was like, this is it. This is Philly. It's the Liberty Bell. Done. Um, I think Shuby overthought it because he's like, oh, there's a replica in D.C., and then the boxing thing is Boston. I'm like, okay. So he goes with Boston. But if you know that there's a replica in DC and that there's no replica in Boston, why are you locking in Boston? He just definitely overplayed it. I think he got yeah. like in his own head with it. I think like there are a lot of like historical things in Boston. So I can maybe see why he might think we have a Liberty Bell. <laughs> uh, the boxing thing, honestly, I, I don't. Is there a lot of boxing in Boston? I don't. That's not something I'm aware of. I genuinely did not even think of how that would link. I don't. Th- I didn't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, I'm not really big into boxing, but I mean, you can tell that's Rocky Balboa. I feel yeah. like, like if if you asked me, like, hey, Taryn, let's go see a boxing match here in mm-hmm. Boston, I would have no idea. Where to go? I I genuinely don't even know if there are any like actual mainstream boxing. I don't even know if those exist. I'm not a boxing person. Like, clearly, is it is it because he thought of you know he misheard it in his head and he's like the Boston Red Box boxing? <laughs> like, could that have been the link? Because like I can't see any other link there. <laughs> the Boston Red Box. It's actually just a box, but don't open it. Don't open it. You don't want to know what's inside. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Shuby guesses by Sammy gets it because of Rocky. Uh, so uh, she's good. Shuby, though, in Shuby, you can tell Shuby is like, uh, like I am, where uh, like you get you get it wrong and oh no, and it's just haunting him for the rest of the day. Like, oh, I should have known that. I look stupid. Ah, instantly, yeah, because I think he instantly, once he saw Phil, he's like, oh, all the dots connected and. You can tell, like, he probably felt, oh, I got picked first because I'm the smart one. I gotcha. They saw my UCLA robes. They knew they know what's up. I got this. And then he stumbled. So it's fine. Should we don't beat yourself up about it? It's all right. I mean, he obviously still talks about it as he's going to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So final one music round. It's Joey versus Chris. And the question is, which Jonas brother is missing? And this was hilarious because it's Joey and Chris. And Joey's like, why would they give me a question for eight year olds? I don't know that Jonas brothers. I would have related with Joey a lot 
if not for the simple fact that um, Liana and I talked about the Jonas Brothers on the Mass Singer podcast this oh. season, and I learned who they were through that. So I was like, it's Kevin. What? <laughs> Look at me having my moment. I felt good about it, but totally understood what Joey was feeling. But the, the even though that line was iconic, I think the star of this moment was Chris looking at it and being like, Clayton? Well, I've talked before. Chris is just like a, an old soul. Like he mm. is about like Frank Sinatra yeah. and like people from way far back. Uh, he is not about the Jonas Brothers. And he even says these these are after my time. These, yeah. these are not. Uh, I do not know. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It was initially Clayton. And then he's like, you know what, Steve, he looks like he, that silhouette looks like a Steve right there. What if it's Steve? That'd be good. Could you imagine if it just actually turned out to be Steve for some reason? Mouth on the floor. I don't even know how Chris would have reacted if Chris got it right. This would have been funnier to me if I knew it wasn't Steve. But for mm. all I knew it was. So yeah, <laughs> it's funnier in retrospect. <laughs> um, and then uh, meanwhile, Joey has just been like trying to to like uh, manifest the answer uh, in his head. He's just like, I, I just. I, Put Kevin, put Kevin. If it's Joe, I'm done. If it's Joe, I'm done. And it's like, the answer is Kevin. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Flinging his hat around. He just, he's so passionate about the most mundane things. It's incredible. Oh boy. Um, (laughs) So they win a video from home. They get some video messages. Uh, But Sean does not get one. (laughs) She hasn't been there long enough. Yeah. So how it works in the UK version is that because it's uh, being filmed live, um, all of the people that join late have been sequestered individually for the entirety of the the game's runtime. Mm-hmm. So they have been away from their families for as long as the game has been running. Yeah. I guess it's theoretically possible, but that, that that's not how it works in the mm-hmm. for the U.S. version because it's all filmed at once and it's not airing live. And so there's no need to sequester them. That said, I can't imagine that they're like flying people out to the U.K. Like, oh, now is your now is it's now it's time for you to join. Fly over like they've <laughs> got to be there and ready. Maybe not like super sequestered. So maybe they had a chance to talk to their family as they waited. But they've still been away from their family. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, like they're not getting like choppered in the day of like, OK, land them on the jacuzzi, land them on the jacuzzi. Like they'll come in. No, they're definitely they they flew to England. They all flew to England. About the same time, I imagine. I guess like the only thing there is is what you alluded to is that they probably have their phone privileges and they can just hang out and talk to their families. And you got to imagine if they have that power, they're in a foreign country and they're about to go on this thing. and They don't know how long they're going to be in there. They're probably keeping in touch. But I think still give them a message. They still <laughs> won the thing. Like let them get it's like, oh, hey, ha ha ha. I haven't talked to you in a long time. They know they've talked to each other yesterday. It's still cute. Yeah, it's, well, it still helps us like get to know this new person. Yeah, that, we know nothing of. <laughs> that was a miss because th- what was the benefit to Sean winning? Well, they did get they did have a funny line like she's been here a minute, so she doesn't get one. Yeah, it's kind of funny. <laughs> we'll take it. Uh, Miranda has her friends send her a message. Adam has his wife uh, send him uh, a message. And then uh, we get one from Joey's mom. Ma, his ma, ma. his mm-hmm. ma. And she <laughs> says, you are the most wonderful, beautiful boy. It's like, this is where Joey came from. 
Yeah. A hundred percent. One thousand percent. And I just want to say this uh, to those of you who have had Joey as your man crush Mondays um, <laughs> with his baseball cap um, turned around. And from the side angle, he was kind of looking like Brandon Hance. So sorry to ruin it for y'all. But I kind of saw that similarity there. I don't know if I'm alone in this, but I definitely got that um, in the moment. Um, but yeah, this is this is Joey. This is the mama's boy, Joey. And we see the roots and he feels all that he says. This might be the best gift I've yeah. had in my life. That might be <laughs> the best gift I have ever had in my entire life. Rarely am I speechless. I think we found someone more hyperbolic than Colin Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Putting that out there. Yeah. Were these videos like they felt re- way too short? I feel like, you know, for all this work, it kind of played like a vine to me. It wasn't long enough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I think even the people that have been there from the start have only been there a couple days. So that's also true. Yeah. I thought this reward was way too early. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to do? Uh, but Joey cries because yeah. he, he saw his, his mom. Uh, and then we get a message from Sammy's aunt and she explains the situation that uh, her mom died when she was young and her aunt uh, raised her, which is a very touching story. Um, and so uh, she's going to uh, end up sharing that uh, later uh, with some other people. Um, so now it's time finally to uh, to get to know these new people uh we're gonna we're gonna pick through their profiles uh joey says all right let's start judging people without knowing them because that's what i learned we do he should take over as the narrator next season (laughs) yeah (laughs) um joey joey opens sean's profile oh wow (laughs) joey is he oscillates between like just a mama's boy and just the thirstiest man in the world. Just between these two is where he lives. And every time he opens a new uh, female profile, he has this reaction that just can't be explained. You just have to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shuby sees that she's a social media manager. Oh, I don't like social media. Stop Shuby. We just, just stop. nervous. Yeah. Just, it's like we know you like it now we saw how your face lit up when there were four likes on your comment like you're in this world now I think he doesn't want to allow himself to like it he's like he's, no I've been against this yeah he's like a, he's like a gambling addict <laughs> that's like I don't like gambling it's like okay yeah. if he actually is in the middle of gambling though he's in, he's into it he's all in yeah. I just watched Uncut Gems it was a really good movie oh, okay. um, I get it now <laughs> Um, so, uh, Adam goes through Sean's profile and he, again, like he is, I feel like just the R slash nice guy, like he's, he's like, uh, the opposite of Joey where Joey tries to like over enthusiastically be like, Oh, Adam is just like, who wears a bikini with heels? Uh, what's going on there? And why is she hanging out of the car? That doesn't seem very safe. Like just doing that thing where you pick out like where it's like it's a it's a sexy photo and you're picking out things to intentionally avoid commenting on the sexiness of the photo you know what i yeah. mean yeah just just say what you see and no need like it's very nitpicky 
It it really is isn't, very nitpicky. Isn't there a thing where like uh like uh like guys online like to be like uh like you know hot pictures of of women posted online they're like oh look how messy her room is. Yeah, you, this is cuz their approach is disarm them. If you <laughs> if you disarm them and you say something negative like that brings them down to your level. <laughs> Again, this is not Puya speaking. This is Puya r slash nice guy looking speaking. This is also, how they see it. I've been I've been really hard on uh, on Adam slash Alex. Uh, so I look, I apologize. It, it's just a lot of material to work with here uh, for the character that you are on the show. I'm sure you're a great person in real life. Yeah, no, um, without a shadow of a doubt. Uh, who someone amazing can only name their cat blooper. So I'm just gonna <laughs> the cat was adorable. Yeah, agreed. Um. So uh, then. I love this from Joey sees the picture of her in the car. He's like, that looks like an expensive car. Maybe she's well off. Maybe I can marry into money. <laughs> Joey is always out for the long haul. That's what he's looking at. Oh, I love it. Um, and then uh, Chris, Chris is loving Sean, but there's just something he can't put his finger on. There's something about her. It's not it's sure. a little foreshadowy to me, Yeah, but I'm into it. Uh, then they look at Bill and uh, Chris says to me he's got a great neck <laughs> I wish I had a fat neck like that thick neck like that I've always wondered what a thick neck would feel like, like right, there's like probably some innuendo in there somewhere but yeah <laughs> um, Joey says I like him I want to give him a hug I want to tell him to please retie your tie <laughs> That's and that's Joey's way of like being really nice, really enthusiastic, but also, but I just can't stop myself from that tie. It really bothers me. Yeah, he also uh, was a little critical of Adam's shorts in the hot photo as well. He's, mm-hmm. he's also a little nitpicky sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Um, I did like that Adam noticed the friends fountain because I did not connect that. Yeah, I I saw that picture and so I was just like, this feels really wrong to me like it feels very staged and very fake mm-hmm. and then they pointed out the friends found out oh oh okay okay i get sense. it now yeah because it looked like a stock photo until then i was like yeah, what, looks, what are they looked, doing like they were posed because they were uh yeah but I, I, maybe a little bit of a risky pick if somebody doesn't know friends if right. i like yeah. if i had been there and nobody was around to tell me otherwise i would have been like this seems really wrong to me yeah i mean having seen i've watched all of friends and I wouldn't have connected that unless Adam had said it. So I would have been in the position where I was like, I'd have to see that picture over and over until maybe it, I realized it or maybe it was mentioned by Bill. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sean wants to know what he does. Uh, I think he said he's like in the automobile industry or Auto something. Industry. Yeah. Um, but uh, she said maybe he's a spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a saboteur. Yeah. Chris yeah. says he'd swipe right. It's good to know. See that neck? Mm-hmm. great great neck great neck energy yeah um i will say shuby seeing a pool table and being like he comes from a frat environment yeah nothing else screams frat you just saw a pool table and we're like that's a frat boy right there i mean i i you know it's it's bias of you know your own experience right like i'm sure he's just i mean he's i guess fresh out of schoolish. yeah so that's where his mind is at um all right so then we get a video a group chat for the people who saw the videos um and this is when sammy shares the story about her aunt and uh again these moments are really interesting to see um because 
Again, it's like you get to see the inner workings of what actually is happening inside somebody's head as they share something personal like this, mm-hmm. um, especially online when uh, when they're doing it and they don't have a physical response to to get immediate feedback where you're just putting it out there and then all of a sudden people stop typing and you're just like this is this is painful uh i don't like this um and then they then the responses start running and okay um it's just interesting to to see um but this is this is a nice story i was actually I, i i really thought that miranda might have like come out and been like oh you know what i you know i was a foster kid um you know because i feel like they can kind of relate to some degree about that thing but uh but she didn't maybe it was because it was a group chat yeah i th- i gotta imagine that that could come in a conversation next time they talk one-on-one mm-hmm. so i could see it coming out there um it's very sammy is one of the more interesting people for me not because not only because I'm rooting for Sammy, but also Sammy is a complex person who every time she sees something new profile, new, it's like, oh, forget this. I don't like this. I don't care. I'm over it. And then immediately three seconds later is open to it, is back into it. So she has these quick reactions and then she's okay again. And for you could tell it was really hard for her because she just pauses once um, she's waiting for the responses. And then once they came, she's like, oh, my God. OK, good. They were all short answers. Love that. OK, let's move on. Let's move on. And she was happy to share, but also immediately after she was like, oh, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I think she's the perfect example of someone with like a tough exterior. Like she's got walls up to protect herself. And I think you can sort of see why, because it feels like deep down she is a very caring like person that gets drawn in mm. and Again, pure speculation on my part, but maybe she's been hurt before. And so she has these walls to kind of shut things down to prevent her from being drawn in because she's very vulnerable uh, when that happens. And so the way her way of sort of like coping with that is to try and keep people at an arm's length, try and find reasons to not get drawn into that sort of uh, thing. Yeah, you just don't want to you don't want to feel and then when you do want to feel you let up, but then the walls come back up because she has it does feel like she's worked on this a long time and she's kind of it's hard to break in with Sammy. But when you do, this happens like she that conversation with Shubham has had so much impact for her within this game, because I feel mm-hmm. like that was the first time she let it happen and it felt right. It felt good. But also, I feel like that was her and Shubham. But there's so many other people here that she hasn't had that with. So she's going to keep that tough exterior until. She feels comfortable enough. Yeah. Uh, so th- this is when I noticed that because um, sometimes you can see little fun thing, little Easter eggs uh, in their room. Um, Joey, and because they all get they'll get like letters, like magnetic letters. Joey on his wall uh, has spelled out, "I love Shuby forever." <laughs> I didn't even pick that up. He's got that on his wall. Aww. Yeah, th- their bond is very tight. It's a very unlikely duo. I would have never thought this would happen, but mm. it's very strong. They really yeah. like each other. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bill likes Joey. Mm-hmm. So uh, as I think a lot of people have come around to, um, and this is making Adam jealous. So jealous. I, I want to be Bill's homie. That's not fair. Joey's homie. He wants to be Joey's homie. He just, um, he, he's very envious mm-hmm. and because you know, Bill walks into the chat, new boy on the block, and immediately kind of gets this like warm response. And Adam's like, why am I not getting that? Because Adam, you came in a single and you started flirting with everybody. And Joey was already doing that. 
And now you're kind of more of a rival than you are a friend. Whereas Bill came in, average Joe Schmo, just hanging out, just trying to be best friends. And he's in a better position for that. I do like, because, you know, when you think about the Joey that messages Anthony after Anthony's reign as an influencer. Antonio. Yes, Antonio. Antonio, to be specific. Yes. Um, When he does that and he's all angry and like, how do you like, do you feel like a dick for saying what you did? And then you think about this, Joey, who Bill comes in the chat immediately says, what's up, Bill? I know you've been here just a few, like a little bit of time. Want to welcome you in. If you ever want to talk to someone, I've got you. This is why Joey's doing well, because he looks so authentic Mm -hmm. for what he does. And you think about that game where he just outright says, I was the one who said this hashtag about you, Mercedes. Like you can't. That's all authenticity coming from Joey. Now, anything he does, people are going to like, this is Joey. This is the real and true Joey. So that's why I think he's doing really well for himself. Yeah. And that's why I think he has risen consistently in the ratings, um, you know, it, because and, and that's generally how it works. I think the people that are genuine, that speak their minds, that aren't trying to manipulate or play other people mm-hmm. tend to rise toward the top uh, as as they go, um, depending on the game that's being played. Right. So. Yeah. Um, uh, so yes, we see, uh, this, this jealousy happens and Adam, Adam is like, uh, like, well, sc- you know, screw Joey. Like, uh, we'll, we'll get Bill on, on our side here. Cause he's not like Joe. He's not like Joey j- being in the gym all the time. Uh, and then, uh, Bill's like, all right, gotta go. Gotta finish my workout at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Alex says, Adam needs to be a little f- more friendly. And I think again, for me, it goes back to let adam be alex and you're there yeah and i this was another great uh moment for the narrator uh and he's like uh, adam i think adam needs to be more friendly uh, how do i how do we, like uh I, he's trying to work out how to be friendly uh and doesn't realize that it's by saying nice things <laughs> like you're in complete control over the person that you're you're pretending to be all you no one else has any stake but you in this uh, so he he needs to go get a rebound uh for from Rebecca uh and she's going to be super grossly lovey-dovey with her and uh Rebecca's just happy because that means it's good for his ratings. Rebecca playing um Adam like a fiddle. Mm. I, it, it's incredible to me that through one hangout date now he's talking to Rebecca as if they've been together for Let's say weeks. I was about to say months. Let's say weeks. It's been like, what, 48 hours? Like, yeah. not even. And to say, babe, and then to hit Rebecca with the hashtag, Rebecca and Adam forever. Like, what are you? What, stop getting high on your own supply. That's like, so you much. bought into this. It's too yeah. much. Because I feel like even Rebecca's messages aren't reading like you're on the same like wavelength with this. Yeah. That's the thing too, where at first Rebecca was all about like, I had the most wonderful time. My heart has melted. And now she's responding like, thanks. That's great. Cool. Somebody that is uh, self-aware enough. uh, Like yeah, you got to recognize that sort of thing. Like there's been a huge shift in how Rebecca talks to you. Um, That should tell you something. Yeah, absolutely. Especially, I feel like when you start using words and phrases like that, um, I want to speak on personal experience. I'm always more aware of what I'm getting in response because I want to make sure that I didn't say something too soon or I'm I'm on the same level. I'm not overdoing 
and changing the friendship, the relationship or anything like that. So it kind of is just he's blinded, it almost seems. And I think it's because he's not reading it as this is what she thinks of me. She's like, this is what she thinks of Alex, um, Adam. And Adam is, again, Adam's the hunk. Adam's the amazing. He's the number one. So it's just just blinders on. Yeah. Uh, you just never, uh, like, uh, at, at, at most, when you're flirting, uh, you, you test, test the waters. Mm-hmm. You see if, uh, if the ripples come back to you. Yeah. Uh, if not, you, you, you take your foot out. Yeah. You don't, you don't jump in no. <laughs> with two feet. <laughs> um, so then we're going to get, uh, Sean and Chris, uh, mm-hmm. that she feels like Chris is somebody that she can talk to that will tell her like it is. Um, and, uh, so she's going to reach out to Chris. I got to say some, another detail I noticed. I like Chris's shirt here. It's got bananas mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I was feeling that too. Now, Chris is styling. I, I like Chris's you know. Style. I want a banana shirt. A banana for a podcast. Shirt. Yeah, okay. I want a banana shirt like Chris's. I think we. I think we can make that happen. It's gonna be I fun. Think, yeah, yeah. to be the next accessory. Forget plaid. It's the banana shirt now. Banana yeah. shirt season. It's okay. got to be big enough bananas because otherwise, <laughs> it causes some more and it's on the screen. I um, want chili pepper bananas. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> some yellow guys. Um, <laughs> Chris wants to know Sean's beauty secret. And <laughs> she's like, shit. <laughs> uh, she's like, my secret is that it's not me. I use it's other not, people's pictures. It's not me. <laughs> um, and so she ends up just saying, uh, ah, it's makeup, you know. Yeah. I think Chris does a really good job at a first impression. You know, we kind of talk about people that haven't had success with the first impression, but I feel like everybody that Chris talks to on a one-on-one leaves that conversation feeling relatively good about talking to Chris. Yeah, there's something about Chris where, like, when Mercedes went to meet Chris in person, um, like, Chris's interactions with people in person, his body language is not, like, the most, It's it doesn't, for me, like, match his energy as much because uh, he has such warm inviting like lovely energy um but in person it was a lot of like saying like oh i love you you're great like kind of just like standing there uh like it didn't quite match but because it's only via social media mm-hmm. they're getting like the pure chris like warm i love you yeah. which i think is is genuine from him it just like sometimes it doesn't always like match the in-person feeling that you get from them uh where again i think it's sometimes harder to fool people via social media sometimes easier to and in this case uh, i think not being present next to uh to chris might be uh, an advantage for him at least in the first impression realm um yeah. where because first impressions are hard you need to get the words right and the body language right yeah everything needs to be right otherwise you're gonna you know you're gonna have, give off a, a, a like a little bit of a signal yeah, no, I 1000% I agree, um, because I feel like with Chris's words and the way he uses them and the uses like the correct usage of emojis and, you know, I want to put extra letters here to emphasize this. He is able to relay what he wants. And, you know, it's like the virtual hugs are connecting, whereas in person, it seemed a little bit more like I don't I don't know what to do with my body, but I'm going to use my mouth to tell you what I genuinely feel. So and, you know we're all people we've all had those kind of interactions either as the person or the person who we were talking to was like that. So when the messages are all seeming 
loving and caring and you're not seeing the body associated, you don't have anything to do like, oh, maybe he's just saying this to say this. It all just feels 100 percent genuine. Chris. Yeah. And, and and not for nothing for Chris as well is that uh, like he had just he just saw Mercedes as, as a catfish, the person he did not expect her to be. We also saw Antonio kind of being standoffish with Mercedes. Sure. So I, I, I think there's probably also maybe that's just not how he normally would you know, react around somebody, but there's probably some sort of emotional component of like, even if you're totally accepting and understanding of the catfish situation where you're just like, Mm -hmm. I just like physically don't know who this person is like physically, you know? Um, so you're probably not like, if you see somebody, even if you know them, their personality, you see somebody physically that you don't expect, you're probably not going to run in and like hug them. No, no, I would. Yeah. Yeah. And I think again, we're talking about these people bonding on a one-on-one base. Like he was so high on Mercedes from the get-go loved everything she was bringing, loved her energy. And you get used to seeing this picture and this is the person. So maybe the shock to the system was enough to ground him from the, from the neck down to like, Oh my God, I'm shocked. But his mouth is still like speaking to Mercedes. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's complex. Um, All right. So, Shuby, Joey, and Adam get into a bit of a bro chat. Um, mm-hmm. and they talk about, uh, their moms because, you know, Shuby's kind of jealous that they got, uh, videos from home and he's happy for them. Um, and so, uh, Adam talks about his mom a bit and how he loves his mom. And Joey's, I, I respect, I respect that. I respect him for loving his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, Adam says he can't help that Alex, but, but have Alex come out a little bit here in this conversation. He, it keeps slipping up. Um, but this is like really good for him. Yeah. It's good that he's slipping up here because he's being somewhat genuine in this conversation. Yeah. I think being vulnerable and saying, Oh, I'm very close with my mom. I call my mom every day. And then pull, pulling back and he's all, I don't know. Like that was, I shouldn't have done that. It's like, why, why can't Adam call his mom every day? Why can Alex do that? But Adam can't like, do you think that, overly attractive people are just shut off emotionally and don't feel because then you're just closing yourself off to interaction and to appreciation and mutual respect. It feels like he cares more about this idea of role-playing than like the actual game. And, and it's a bad idea that he's role-playing as well. Um, But he, you know, because he slipped through Joe, I felt, I feel like Joey felt that genuine, like energy and I was like, you know, I'm starting to like Adam all of a sudden. And he's like, uh, look guys, all, all we need is a nice Italian girl in our lives and everything's going to be great. I've got both of your backs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is a great, this is the best conversation Adam has had in the entire game. And he's, he feels like it was a failure. He's like, I messed up so bad there. I just let, Alex come out. I should have, I should have been better. I need to be better in the future. I'm like, no, that was the best you've done. Yeah. It kind of, so I'm about to make a very, very niche reference here, Tim, but I'm, I think you'll get it. You watch community. So yes. you know, that episode where they play D and D with fat Neil yes. and they make fat Neil fat and he starts feeling all those insecurities seep into the game they're playing. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel that with him. I yeah. feel like, once he starts being Alex and the Adam is like, oh, my God, I can't do that because Alex is not good enough to be in this game and to kill it. It has to be Adam. Adam has mm-hmm. to be this honk. He has to be who he is. 
So he's not allowing those two to mesh, which is what he originally wanted. But I think the more and more he's played like this, he's a little bit terrified of letting that happen and letting Alex and Adam become one. That's a, that's a good theory. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're getting down to the ratings now. Yeah. Um, Adam, Adam says he wants Rebecca or Joey to be in power because they will stick their necks out for him. Um, not entirely sure either of them will, but we'll see. Uh, I have not watched the fourth episode yet. I've been doing episode by episode this time around, so I do not know what's going to happen because we are going to cut before we get to any results. Uh, but I got um, blue circles right now, man. I, I had to watch <laughs> the episode seven and then just sit. So I have no idea what's going to happen, but I figured it'll make for some good speculation here. Yes. Um, I've I've been pretty decent at the speculation so far. This one, you know, we'll see. I'm not sure. Uh, Sammy. uh, Rated or ranked. Let's see ratings. Eh, Whatever. Adam, number six. Not a fan. That's all she's got to say. That's it. That's all you need to know about that relationship. And she rates Joey number two. Said she's mm-hmm. shared some things with him now. She feels like it's no longer flirting that he's actually a friend. Um, and this is kind of what I was getting at uh, at the start of this, where like I feel like they're they're just done with the fake flirting stuff. They want actual connection, and that's why I think Joey, starting with the flirting, has broken into actual relationships and friendships, and it's it's working for him. Yeah, and I think through the competition she had placed with Miranda of who can get him to send a dirty emoji first, they had to, they put themselves in this position where they're going to talk to Joey no matter what. And Joey just, you know, keeping the conversation going and not just being a hound dog and still making jokes and they're still being funny really helped them out. And then we've talked about this, um, this sharing with Joey that people tend to do because of his authenticity. It's really putting him on the map as someone who's reliable and someone who you can always count on to either be there to listen to you or make you laugh when you need it most in a place where you are isolated. Yeah. Uh, we get from Rebecca that Adam is number four says he can see through the facade, but Adam still thinks basically that Rebecca is his number one. So not dead last. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Shuby number two. Yeah. Feels comfortable. Shuby Shuby in the past has been number one. I'm curious to know who uh, supplanted him. Yeah, I was trying to think about that. And the only place I could go was maybe Sammy, but I couldn't I couldn't figure it out because I have Shuby's too. Um, I don't see another relationship that's been blossoming or shown as much to make a number one. He might he may have just wanted to like because he seems to really want to to break this barrier of third place first. So maybe like just dropping Shuby down a little bit. Maybe he dropped Sammy down a little bit uh, and and boosted up somebody else um, in the hopes that like it would help him get into the influencer spot. Yeah, not sure. Mm. Um, Adam is going to put Rebecca in at number two. They have a connection. I was who's he putting in number one? Yeah, we go back to that again. May, I guess Joey. <laughs> yeah, it could be Joey. He said Rebecca or Joey will stick their necks out for him. So I guess Joey must have taken that number one spot yeah and that could track if we look at all the other ones where um, that could have landed yes he put shuby at number six hoping to drag him down yeah. um and he put sammy at number four doesn't think she likes adam very much i can't see why um, he would think that 
<laughs> uh, Shuby puts Rebecca at number one. He says his sister. He hopes she gets the influencer. Uh, we've seen him put Joey at number one in the past. I imagine this is maybe not necessarily a change in how he feels about them, but uh, just that, again, Rebecca has been close. And so maybe he feels like he can help her boost up into the influencer spot if possible. Um, I also imagine, given his reaction, that he doesn't particularly want to be influencer himself. So if he helps boost Rebecca up into the influencer spot, maybe it kicks him down. He doesn't have to do it, but he sells Rebecca there to keep him safe. Yeah. Um, Which would be a good strategy if it is what he's thinking. Yeah. And also, I think um, it's like, uh, okay, well, last time I put Joey first, this time I'll put Rebecca for share the love. That could also be where he's coming from as well, potentially. Uh, Puts Chris at number four. Still thinks a little gray about who's he's who he's really aligned with. Um, Still Mm -hmm. skeptical about Chris. He's still got it. uh, Got Chris. He's watching him. Yeah. Um, Joey puts Chris at number three. Still feels good about him. This kind of surprised me because he kind of went at Chris in the hashtag game, calling him fake. Uh, and I was thinking that maybe uh, Shuby had like gotten into Joey's ear about Chris in some way. Um, but seemingly, no. Seemingly, he is still just really good with Chris. But I guess really did just genuinely want to stir the pot. I don't know. Yeah, just a little shady that Joey. Um, and then Miranda at number four, which is kind of harsh for. <laughs> Poor Miranda. Uh, he says he's talked with her more and there's more of a relationship. Uh, Miranda, meanwhile, it says Joey, number one. Of course, he's my main man. And jo- Joey is just Miranda, number four behind Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's rough. Very, very rough. Um, Yeah, the words didn't necessarily match the action because everything he says, if you just take it as, you know, a sentence of we've been establishing a better relationship, I feel really good. But fourth so all that really means is that there are other people ahead but also we could think about this of because i think the most interesting thing with the u.s version versus the uk version is the rankings are a lot more difficult to decipher now because some people are putting people up and down just to mess with the average and try Mm -hmm. and like change things up so yeah Yeah. i i have i have like maybe a mini theory here that uh i feel like I feel like there's maybe a significant amount of people in the game that think Miranda's a catfish, but we're just not being shown it. Yeah, no, I, and I think um, it reigns true of when uh, Miranda put that video out and a lot of people were skeptical on the tattoos matching. And right. we've all mentioned it on different podcasts of like the hairstyles or she has a lot of different looks going for her. So it's enough to feed into like this could be someone that we don't know. And and like she is like really thirsty yeah and really beautiful so it's like why kind of comes off as Mm -hmm. uh one of these like adam alex kind of situations that's very good yeah so i i feel like they might be thinking that and maybe that because she's so sweet and nice like i like i feel like there's there's there must just be some specular some skepticism in 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 regards to like is she a catfish is she trying to get because i otherwise i don't know why joey isn't like jumping on this like with full enthusiasm <laughs> yeah no putting her first he <laughs> must right. be worried that he's that maybe it's a catfish yeah and like um i think shuby was the one who was the most skeptical on miranda mm. for the longest time so maybe the, he's successfully been able to strain that relationship enough um but I, I could totally buy into that because i hadn't thought about the fact that she does come off as very flirtatious very thirsty similar to the adam alex which we've um talked about at length at this point about how that you know relationship is kind of weird and this you know tracks i i all i'm trying to say here is that i think your theory has some legs 
And 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 for those that did not watch the UK version, this does sometimes happen where like uh, people will think that other people are catfish, but we just don't really see those theories on the show. And then when the show ends or after the show, whatever, they'll be like, that person wasn't a catfish. And we're like, I didn't realize you thought that person was a catfish. <laughs> so it's very possible that these kinds of theories and discussions have been had and we just haven't seen them. Um, all right. So Miranda also puts Sammy at number three. Feels good about Sammy still. Uh, Chris puts Miranda at number six. Does not feel like he knows her very well. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? So ratings are done. We get a girls chat. Mm hmm. Uh, and <laughs> this is going to be very, very painful, uh, both physically and metaphorically. Uh, this girls chat for uh, for Rebecca, because Sean talks about how she woke up with the worst cramps. Mm hmm. Rebecca's. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! What, what do I do? What do I? What do I do? The look of devastation in the man's face, realizing that he has to talk about this stuff, and you can tell he is not prepared. You can tell that this is a part, a chapter that he's that is missing from his notes about this persona that he's created, and also grossed out. Like yeah. he's like, oh, 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 I didn't know women went into so much detail about Mother Nature. <laughs> Are cramps that gross? I mean, no, it's just like, and like, you have a girlfriend. <laughs> right. You surely are dealing with this. Like, you understand this. You're th like, it was very odd. The reaction was very <laughs> odd. Um, so he's like okay they've, they've all commented now like oh yeah me too I'm de I, de I just got done dealing with that whatever uh, so he's got to say something and I actually felt like this was not a bad strategy here this initial uh, attempt here he says oh try, try to try and I love the way he says it try to keep something nice and warm in your system that really helps and it worked. It's oh, oh, that's so sweet. Uh, it's, oh, that's so funny. For me, it's cold. And he's like, oh, <laughs> but it works. It's fine. It's individual. Yeah. Um, and then they talk about like the severity of it. Like Sammy's like, ah, I, or or was it Sammy or was it um, somebody said like, oh, I, it's not, it doesn't. I think it was Sammy. Like, oh, Sammy, rarely. It's it's not that bad for me. And yeah. Oh, you're so lucky. And uh, and then he's like, all right, I, I guess I guess had some success the first time. Let me let me try another one. Yeah, really, really bad for me. It is sometimes I cry. OK, yeah. two works two. two for two mm -hmm. sympathy, too. Oh, so I feel so bad for her. That's so bad. This is when you got to take your money and go leave. home. Leave the table. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you won. You just won two bets. Just two <laughs> blind bets. And you don't get greedy. Yeah, but he got greedy. He got Always. greedy, and, he, and it was a bad bet too. It's so specific. What are you thinking, Rebecca? He says, "Yeah, it's just my left side just hurts really bad. It's just my left side. Why? Why so specific? Why did you do that? They were they were eating it all hook, line, and sinker. You were good. You just needed to bounce out of there. It was like somebody who like over explains a lie. Like, oh yes, I was 
out of my house the other night. I went to the movies and saw this the Star Wars movie. And in the movie, I saw what happened with the lightsabers and the fighting. And then somebody did a, a fall at some point and uh, there were spaceship battles. Um, and it's like, stop, you're you're too much. You didn't need to do this. All I could think of was you're just you're fine. Just stop. Literally, everyone else said one line. Oh, mine. Miranda said, I had to deal with mine last week, girl. I feel you. <laughs> and then Sammy said, yeah, today's my last day. I understand. And you did fine. You said your one line. Why are you going back? And I think this goes back to when you lie. And we've seen this happen before, to be fair to Seaburn in other and the UK version, you know, there's instances sometimes where if you say something vague enough, someone's like, why aren't we getting more details? This is sketchy. So that could be a thing. But no one else was talking. You had just said a line. You didn't need to say a second line. You yeah. were fine. And to my complete bafflement. Oh, wait, another thing. So when you do this and you feel a little bit like shaky and someone's like, oh, that's never happened to me. The move is. You've made your bed. Line the bed. Mm. You double down now. Yeah. You don't leave the chat. Yeah. Seaburn's like, okay, well, I, I've got a bath to take, so uh, I'm going to leave. Uh, too guilty. much. I got a bail. <laughs> I got to hop out. No, no, no. But also, no one questioned it, though. It seemed like you got away with it. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely did not think that was going to happen. I mean, this could again be a situation because like they were definitely skeptical of her at the start because of the Chris situation where he said, Oh, you find Mm -hmm. Chris cute. Uh, Oh, he's gay, honey. Uh, (laughs) And I feel like there have been other instances here and there where he's slipped up. And I wonder how much people are looking at that and how much they're commenting on it. Maybe we're not seeing, or maybe they're just keeping in their head. They don't care. Um, But, uh, but I have to imagine that, uh, or, or maybe this was made out to be something more than it was. Maybe look, I don't know. Maybe maybe sides. Maybe that does happen. Maybe uh, maybe it's just not a thing for Sean, um, and uh, it wasn't that big of a deal. But uh, but still, just uh, too risky. Very risky. And yeah, yeah. Uh, I I I do think this is probably the first main instance of Seaburn and using Rebecca as his catfish. Probably that I'm like, you picked another gender. Okay, you picked your girlfriend. You know a lot about your girlfriend. Good. That's what you want. Someone who you understand and like you've seen, you've interacted with. However, by the first thing you should have done is be like, so what are the differences between me and Rebecca? And take those notes down. So this was a big mistake on uh, his part. He got really lucky. I feel yeah. like a different crop of people, one or two more messages, and this could have ended horribly for her. Yeah, you, you got to do your homework. Yeah. If you're going to catfish. All right. So we have the ratings results. They are in. Yeah. In last place. Miranda. That hurts. That's brutal. Especially because Adam is there. <laughs> that's that's rough. Oh, man. It's just I think Miranda probably hasn't done enough outside of the flirtation you gotta you know flirtations like your first like you're you know you're entering the room you're like getting the vibe of the party but then you gotta start talking to people Mm. and i think she's not doing enough of that i think it's a lot of just like niceties and on the surface conversation yeah uh sixth place is adam Mm -hmm. (laughs) so the two new players unsurprisingly at the bottom uh then tied for fourth place chris and sammy 
Sammy falling from, uh, I believe she was in second place before, second. down to a tie for fourth place. Um, I imagine part of that came from she was influencer, so people are like, ah, don't want her to be influencer again. Yeah. Uh, and then Adam did not have a great opinion of her as the newest raider, uh, so that was probably not great. Although he was a substitution for Mercedes, he probably put her even lower. So um, <laughs> it's probably more a function of the fact that she was an influencer before. Uh, then. Top three, Rebecca, Joey, and Shuby. Mm-hmm. And for the third time, Rebecca's in third place. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride with Which Rebecca. Which is perfect for him, Amazing. even though he really wants that top spot. I think, I think you, can, you won't go wrong because people feel bad for you because you didn't get the influencer again. But also, it's good to know that what you're doing is working. So yeah, just well, keep at it. Well-liked, but not threatening. And even better... It's his allies that are getting those top spots. So yeah. it's really not any th- any potential for him to, to go home unless he gets backstabbed. Yeah, it's the ultimate sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, so top two, Shuby and Joey. Shuby was upset that he was not third. He was like, don't mm-hmm. make me it again. But he was happy to not be first this time. At least he was second. Yeah, he was second. And Joey rising from the middle of the table to now top. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joey, number one. He says, I've worked for it. (laughs) He has. He really has. Uh, Again, (laughs) all the conversations help being open and honest helps being kind of unfiltered in a sea of people that are filtered helps, even though it shouldn't. Sometimes it does. And to talk about Shuby for a second, Taryn, if I may, I find it really interesting because with everyone else that's um, getting into the influencer spots, they get sabotaged or people will change their scores to bring the average down. We saw that the one person who did that was Adam. Um, but Shuby is in this position where I think because he's so unassuming and because he's just nice, no one sees him as a gamer, really. No one sees him as someone who's manipulating and trying to get their way to the top. So he's the only one that I can see out of the crop of people that's benefiting from this because no one sees him as a player. Everyone just takes him as a friend and rates him high anyway. So that's why he keeps ending up in the top two here. Yeah. Uh, cool. I mean, it's a good place to be for now. Um, but if I were him, I would be very worried about my chances of winning the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Being an influencer three times in a row. Uh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to get the, to the top spot, the top ranking spots uh, in the final round. If people are worried that if they give you first, other people are going to give you first and therefore exactly. you're going to win the whole thing. Um, so he's got to, he's got to start tanking his ratings soon. If he wants, Somehow, uh, if he yeah. wants a chance. And like, you're going to start, the more you keep eliminating people, eventually you'll eliminate someone that someone else didn't want to see gone. And that could end up being sour for you in case the roles are reversed and they're in a position they might get rid of you. But it's it's a weird line to walk because how are you going to bring your ranking down without being in jeopardy of getting thrown out yourself? Especially so, now that his target is so big. He's exactly. a juicy target to take out once he's not an influencer. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the other method, of course, is to make sure that the people with you, your allies that you do bring to the end, are willing to basically, like, fall on their sword for you and give you first place like yeah. uh which i don't think is impossible yeah. with people like joey um i feel like rebecca's probably a bit savvier than that um but mm-hmm. i think she, uh, uh, rebecca slash you know seaburn genuinely do like uh shuby and would want to see him do well so you never know 
No, exactly. And I think it's very interesting with the circle where more often than not, people will say, oh, Shubi saved me three times, which isn't really the case because Shubi got rid of someone else and saved six other people then technically. But because they see it like this and they approach it this way, he looks like a knight in shining armor and might be rewarded for it if he does fall down the rankings. So the you never know with the circle. And that's the best part about it. Yeah. Uh, so. Right away, I was, you know, trying to, you know, write down my thoughts before I actually saw it happen. Uh, I was thinking, okay, it has to come down to Adam or Miranda, right? Same. Like, uh, they were at the bottom of the rankings. They're two new people. Um, I was like, hopefully Adam. I like Miranda. I don't want Miranda to go. Oh, wow. Um, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I was like, hopefully it's Adam. Although, he is giving a lot of, like, he's he's better TV than Miranda. I'll, gi- I'll give him that. Um but uh, so I thought f- f- probably coming down to those two, although there's a small chance it could be Chris, uh, yes. I thought there's, there's, if Shuby still has it out for Chris and he can convince Joey to to do that. However, before they can get into negotiations, the twist has a uh, or sorry, the circle has a twist for us. Uh, it's an alert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joey and Shuby cannot discuss who to block. And instead, they must both individually save two players, leaving one player not saved, a.k.a. blocked. Yeah. Yeah. Joey is like, the one time it happens, it goes like this. He was just enjoying his food. He found out influencers get food and who doesn't love food? And now he can't talk to his best bro, Shuby, about what's going to happen. Yeah, he was so excited to wield power with his bro. Yeah. Bro down. And now, now they have to publicly go down the list of their priorities and leave one person behind. And that person will get blocked. So, uh, let's let's try and make uh, the predictions here. We don't Definitely. know who's going to go first, and that's going to matter a lot when it comes to who picks who, because I think they'll want to pick similar people at times. Right. Um, but with Joey safe, I imagine that Shuby's first priority will be Rebecca. I think so, too. I thought Rebecca first off the board. Yeah, Rebecca should be safe. Uh, Joey, with Shuby already there. Um, now, we know that Joey rated Chris at number three. Shuby was probably one or two. So that leaves who is number two. Is it Sammy or is it Rebecca? He doesn't seem to have a much of a relationship with Rebecca. Um, I'm willing to bet that he's maybe one of the reasons why Rebecca is always getting third and not up in the top. So he's probably putting Rebecca down at like five or six, considering Chris is three, Miranda's four. So I think it's probably Sammy. Uh, If that's the case, then I would expect Sammy to be the number two pick or number one pick potentially from Joey. Mm -hmm. And then that leaves us with one more pick from Shuby, one more pick from Joey. Um, I think Shuby's number two pick is an interesting one. He's choosing from Chris, uh, Adam, Adam, Miranda. Miranda. Yeah. Will he save Chris to be like, hey, look, I'm helping you out. Like, don't come for me. Mm. Because if he doesn't pick Chris, if he picks a new player over Chris, if he is in this position, which it might be Joey, and in which mm. case Joey, I think, would definitely pick Chris. Uh, the thing is, if 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 Shuby doesn't pick Chris, then he's basically telling Chris he's not a high priority for him. He's basically second to last on his priority list because the person, the, the other person leaves. Yeah. Um, and that's dangerous if you're Shuby and you don't want Chris to know that. 
but you also have to, you can't talk, you can't coordinate with Joey and you probably know Joey will pick Chris. So if the order is Shuby, Joey, Shuby, Joey, then Shuby might be in a position where he's forced to pick Chris in order to not give away his hand that he kind of wants Chris to go. Um, If it's, if it's uh, Joey that goes first, I think Joey will with his second pick, if not his first pick Joey or pick Chris to be safe. I think Chris is good with this method because he can't communicate with Shuby. And that will in fact leave Adam and Miranda um, where again, I think that it could theoretically come down to, who picks first. Right. Yeah. Because if the choice comes down to Joey, if say Shuby picks Chris leaves the choice to Joey between Adam and Miranda. Um, I feel like Joey is more likely to pick to keep Miranda, even though he likes Adam a little bit more than he did before. He had Miranda at number four. Adam had to have been five or six. Uh, so I imagine that's where he's standing there. But if, Joey picks Chris and it comes down to Shuby's choice, then I feel like Shuby might actually choose Adam over Miranda because he's been sketched out by Miranda and her flirtiness. And he did just have an okay conversation with Adam. He's been spared from a lot of the sort of like sketchy conversations of Adam. And if he's talked to Rebecca about Adam, then he might feel that Rebecca has Adam on lock. Um, But he was also not like in love with how Rebecca was handling the Adam situation at first, but maybe he now knows that she's on to him playing the field and now he feels more comfortable. Who knows? Uh, So it could go any way that way. And also, so maybe Shuby doesn't look at it the same way I do if he picks before uh, Joey. And instead of saving Chris to save face, he just flat out chooses to save one of Miranda or Joe uh, or uh, or Adam first. Again, making the choice and having Joey just essentially save Chris and then eliminate the, the remaining person. So I, f- I feel like because I feel more confident in what Joey's going to do and less confident in what Shuby's going to do. I feel like the odds are that Adam goes more than Miranda goes, but I feel like it really could be either one of them. Yeah. I, um, I think that, so if Shuby does go first, I could see Shuby being like, cause we, I think back to the, uh, the group chat that they had with Chris and Joey. And he was like, I don't want Chris here. Cause he's going to talk about all this with everybody. He's going to leak it. But he can see that Joey and Chris are in good standing and to talk back to him being skeptical on Miranda, knowing Miranda's a flirt, knowing that Miranda is actively impacting his relationship with Joey. If he wants to be selfish and be like, I need Joey all to myself, no matter what, even though I think at this point he feels confident, he could pick to save Adam or Alex. No, Adam. I was Adam, right the first right, time. Right. Pick Adam and that way leave Chris and Miranda and make Joey make the hard choice. Yeah. But knowing that Joey will pick Chris most likely because of the fact that they go back further. Obviously, you wouldn't want to piss off Joey in that situation, but I think he's in a position where he'll be fine. And Man, can you imagine Joey having to pick between Chris and Miranda? Like Miranda would be heartbroken. Yeah. <laughs> and Joey would be amazing trying to determine all this on the screen so the, i almost really want this to happen more than anything that's what i'm thinking about it this way but i think if shuby gets last pick he's going to get rid of miranda if shuby gets first pick 
he's going to try and make it so that Joey gets rid of Miranda. I think Shuby's pick to go is Miranda is how I'm leaning. Obviously, I have nothing to guarantee this with. Mm-hmm. And I think Joey ultimately would probably want to get rid of his rival in that situation, which is Adam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think that if they're thinking this through properly, then Joey got first place, Shuby got second place. That should allow Joey to go, to go second. First. No, uh, second. I think second because second gives puts him in the the most amount of driver's seat, right? Like uh, because he will ultimately decide between the last two people who goes who goes home. Um, sure. Whereas if you're first, then you're giving that decision to the other person. So right. uh, I guess that, but that might also depend on like what you want. If you're first place, do you want to have to be the person that, that drops the hammer? Um, ultimately, I feel like that's how it should be because the higher you are, the more responsibility you have. That's right. I feel like that's how it should go, but they might think it, think of it in terms of, well, he was first, so he'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, or they might not even think about it in those terms at all. And they might decide between it themselves or because yeah. they can't talk. So, yeah, or he gets to pick. He, it's like heads Maybe, or tails. You yeah. win which side that's, you want. That's, uh, that's a better way, actually. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first or second because you were in first place? And that's, that's the best way. Um, all right. So, yeah. so that's where we leave it. That's where we leave it. Yeah. We're going to find out mm-hmm. how it One goes. Yeah. Um, oh, man. How are you feeling about we didn't really talk about them because we just met them. But how do you feel about the longevity of Sean and Bill moving forward here? I feel like Bill could squeeze in somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely depends on the outcome of this. Uh, this pick because I, I think that uh, if. If Shuby and Joey had the opportunity to take out Chris here, that would have been fantastic for the new players. But because of the format, I think any possibility of that is basically gone. Um, Maybe it wasn't going to happen anyway. Uh, But now I think it's almost definitely Adam or uh, Miranda, which means basically, basically your first opportunity. I know that they take out Mercedes over Miranda, but basically your first opportunity at a new player, you're taking them out. I think this is when the, the original players might start to come together uh, as a, as a group, as a core group, and they might just start kicking out the new players. And that will not be good for, uh, for those two. I think that Bill has some legs. Um, I think that he's a likable guy and he seems to have been making some connections, but uh, you know, Sean, I feel like not doing quite as well. Um, she made some inroads with Chris, but that has not historically been a great spot to be in um, because he doesn't have a ton of influence uh, with the other players at this point. So I, I'm I'm a bit skeptical about uh, their longevity here. Yeah, no, I see that. And I think my worry with Sean is that she loses herself in the persona she's created in her friend yeah. that she's picked and kind of goes the same direction as an Adam where now you're just caught up on like trying to do the flirtation to gain your ranks as opposed to making the friendships, which hopefully she realizes, Hey, the reason I gravitated towards Chris was because I thought we could be friends easily and just banter. I should probably do that with the others. So we'll see bill. I think he's unassuming. I think he's going to be fun, easy to talk to. I could see that you know, taking him a little further, but also, you know, if it ends up becoming old versus new, obviously he might be the best of the news, but that's not going to get him all the way to the end. If the old people stick together. Yeah. Well, all right. 
right. uh, that's that's it for today uh i will i will be back with rob and uh some other guests tomorrow night that's thursday night to talk about the final episode in this batch as well as just the discussion of all four as a whole uh it should be a lot of fun last week was a lot of fun fun so make sure you come and hang out with us um you can uh find me on twitter at armstrong taren puya where can people find you people can find me on twitter at puyaism all right any any final thoughts um yes i had one or two little miscellaneous stuff um in certain angles uh alex kind of looks like doug benson i got that written down here so that's a thing that i wrote down and also i really do enjoy the michael bay style noises and sound effects that we hear at the end of episodes before we get left on cliffhangers yeah they're like exciting but also i know what kind of noises they are and what they're trying to do for me but i'm still falling for it every time (laughs) Yeah, it's been it's just been fun. I coming in, I had a little bit of skepticism on how this was going to play out with Netflix taking it over and with these coming out in batches. Ultimately, it hasn't mattered. It hasn't taken away from my enjoyment. I still love it. So I'm still taking it in. I'm still happy about all of it. I did not like Joey at the start of uh, batch one. I love Joey at the end of batch two here. So things change all the time. Things will change in the in the apartment that is the uh, circle apartment. But I'm just happy I got to talk about it at least once this season. And thank you for giving me that opportunity, Taryn. Of course. All right. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll see you next time. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.